Welcome to There is an Angel for That. Over the next hour, Yvonne Cote and Carolyn Dickinson will help encourage you to explore your spiritual side to achieve transformation by delving into the spirit realm of angels and archangels. Now here is Yvonne and Carolyn. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our show, There is an Angel for That. My name is Yvonne Cote. I am your host. And as well, joining me is my amazing co-host, Carolyn Dickinson. Hello, Carolyn. How are you doing today? I am doing great. It's so wonderful to be back with you, with you again. I can't. I'm just it, really excited. It's Christmas. I'm excited. We've got New Year's coming up. We've got all, all kinds of things going on. Yes, we sure do. As a matter of fact, today, um, I love uh, watching the calendar. And um, as you know, I mentioned to you, I did Moonology. Today, winter solstice. Yeah. Yes. So for me, it's kind of one of those those times where I'm like, yes, because now I know starting tomorrow, my days are going to just starting to get that little bit longer, which always is an exciting time for me. But for you, Caroline, winter solstice, is there anything in terms of because the days are short, do you find it can get really dreary or you can find you get a lot of people you hear they have that daylight disorder? Yeah. Do you find that you have anything that goes on with you during these cold, dark days of winter? I think that for me, I use the time to... Because I'm very much a seasonal person. I do understand like seasonal affective disorder, though, because for people that live in places where it's really dark, this time of year can be difficult. But I find that things like getting out, even if it's cold for a short amount of time, exercise, those kinds of things are really helpful. But I use the time in the when it's the days are shorter to be reflective to journal, to be reflective. And I think Wednesday solstice for me is that moment when you can kind of take stock of the year and start writing some things down that these are the things that worked. These are the things that didn't work. And these are the things that I want to work on. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I know for me as well, I get a lot of questions um, from clients that I work with and they say, Bon, there's an angel for that, right? So right. they always ask me that question, like, what can I do or who can I call on? So I know for everybody, a lot of people have different archangels they call on when I work in this industry and I talk to other people. But for me, um, I just got asked this question last week, and that's why I wanted to bring it up. I personally work with Archangel Jophiel. And the reason why I do that is, no, whether it's winter solstice or not, for me, I call her my sunshine angel. I have always resonated with her with the color yellow. And I just find that calling her in and asking just to break up that, just bring in that joy and that brightness. It just always seems to help my energy. It helps. I could just feel her when she comes in. She's just so bubbly and she's warm. She's like that, that sunshine on your, you know, on your shoulders. And I just always feel like she can really help lift my spirits. If I start to feel like, oh my goodness, I get up, it's dark. And at three o'clock here where I live, it's almost dark. It's dark. We have lights on. So for me, the color yellow, I love resonating with the color yellow as well as bringing her in. So I hope that might be a helpful tip for anybody that might be listening to us today. I think the color yellow is really powerful and being very intentional with bringing that color in 
through your entire body. So visualize that color yellow, allow it to come in through the top of your head and all the way down through your body. And the color yellow is actually resonates with wisdom, with um, organized thoughts, also joy, positivity. So it's a very balancing color and it's a great way to start your day. Absolutely. That's how I do it as well. Other things you can do too is bring in foods that are yellow, sometimes carrying a yellow crystal. Like there are so many different ways that you can bring that in. So yeah. Wearing the color yellow. Wearing it. Yes, (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So for today's show, um, we really wanted to um, delve deep into talking about our spirit team on the other side. But before we get into that, Caroline, I just want to let you know, we did have um, a listener who wrote in and sent an email that had a question. So I thought I would read out the question and let's see if we can answer this question for her. That's great. I'm excited about that. Yeah, me too. So she said, Yvonne and Caroline, last week on your show, you talked a lot about energy. All I can say is, wow, what a fascinating topic. My question to you is, can you tell me what, if anything, you do to clear the energy from the food or the personal objects that you talked about? In other words, is there anything that I can do to help remove some of that lower energy that still might be attached? Regards, Jennifer. That is a great question. Thank you, Jennifer, writing in. We really appreciate it. So what I do is because you can feel that lower vibration, whether you're holding it in your hand or if you're in the room, um, it feels heavy. It might feel dense. It just feels icky. Um, So what I do is I call on Archangel Michael and I, depending on what the situation is, I will just ask Archangel Michael to send clear white energy through the room and clear it out or whatever I'm holding. And the other thing that I do too is, and I think I learned this from Sunny Dawn Johnston. If you don't know her, she's amazing. Um, There is like the cobalt blue Mm -hmm. with Archangel Michael. And if you can imagine that color, just sending it through whatever environment you're in and clearing it out. Because usually my first indicator is how I feel. Yes. How does the environment feel to me? If it feels icky, I'm not going to worry about why it's there or how it got there. I'm just going to clear it out. Absolutely. Yeah, me too. I I love calling on Archangel Michael for a lot of that. Yeah. Um, so when we talked last week, I know we mentioned, she, we talked about the grocery store and, you know, that fruit or that whatever you buy and you bring home. And I, I got as far as saying, you know, I washed my fruit off, but I didn't really mention what I did beyond that. <laughs> Um, So there's a couple of different things I do. And for any of the listeners that know Reiki, one of the things that I taught that I use all the time, and it doesn't matter where I go, is I use my power symbol, my chokurei, over my food all the time. I just love it. I just feel like it does that little special blessing. So for listeners who are saying, oh, yeah, but I'm not a Reiki um, master or I haven't taken any Reiki, then what do you do? So a lot like what you said, Carolyn, I call in Archangel Michael. And, you know, it's really easy. And and sometimes when I work with clients, they go, oh, is this a big, long, drawn-out thing? I'm like, no, 10 seconds or less. Really, you can call him in. I don't pray to my angels ever. I invoke them in, and I just ask for him to be there. 
And I can, you can even do a little swoosh with your hand over your food before you eat it or your fruit. And I just have that little intention setting moment where, you know, Archangel Michael is there. He has now cleared and removed anything that was negative or anything that's not for my highest and greatest good. It, you can, whatever words you want. And I always say, there's no wrong way. As long as you have that intention and you clear that out, I always vision just like you, a white or blue, because for me, Archangel Michael is that cobalt blue color. And I just do the little swish over it if if I feel like there's something there. And another question that I get asked a lot too is, um, do you do anything different when you're cooking? And well, that's I, interesting. And I do. And, I, and why I'm bringing this up is I had this conversation with somebody last week on that. Um, when they asked me, like, so do you do anything special while you're actually cooking or preparing? When I work with angels, a lot of times I like working with them in trios, with trees. I don't know why. I just love having three of them in there. So if this person was cooking a new recipe and they were frustrated and then she felt after, oh, and then I served this to my family. And I felt like after that, everybody was just kind of like, mm. And this is what got us talking about it. So I said, I totally understand. I'm at that phase of my life. I love trying out new recipes. And sometimes I have no idea what I'm doing either. But I love to call in. I just mentioned her as well, Archangel Jophiel. I like to have three angels in when I'm doing it. I like to call her in for joy when I'm preparing it. Bring in that happiness and that sunshine and bring in that just that fun. She's just a fun, happy, happy angel. I also call in Archangel Raphael. Because I always say, whatever the food that you're preparing for your nutrition or anything that you're bringing into your body, I always ask them just to have that nice blessing over it for any healing that it can provide and just my highest, greatest and good, all that great nutrition. And Archangel Michael always just to kind of clear off anything that I'm doing. So a lot of times when I'm cooking or preparing, my family doesn't even, well, they actually, they've been with me so long now that they do know what I do, but they don't know all the stuff that I'm doing when I'm doing it. Um, but that is something that I get asked a lot. Is there something special that you do? And more and more, I'm hearing that from people where they say, before I start cooking now, I call in my angel so that it's made with love. And, and you know, if you're having kind of a, an off day, you have to remember it's the same thing as that orange in the store. Anything that you're cooking or preparing and then you serve to your family, it, it's it's no different. So that's why I really enjoy doing that as well, calling in three, my three angels and uh, doing that little clearing and, and preparing it with love. I think that's really powerful. And I think the most important part of that is having an intention. To me, your intention is like a prayer. You're just asking for, for whatever it is to be clear, to be healthy, to have the highest vibration to be have the greatest intent. And with that, I mean, love, unconditional love and, yes. and the best possible outcome. Absolutely. It's just about setting an intention. I think intentions are really powerful. I do too. Yeah. That's the one word that I learned very early on. Intention is key. And when you have that intention behind it, you know, that's where I really feel like you can, you know, really make things happen. That's where the magic happens. That's where miracles can happen. I really, I've changed my life so much with intention that, it, you know, um, morning rituals, and we'll talk about that on a whole other show, just intention and setting those goals. So 
I so agree with you there. So Jennifer, if you're listening, I really hope that answers your question. Um, if you still have anything further that you wanted to know, absolutely reach out. You can reach out to myself or Carolyn. We'd both be more than happy to help answer that uh, if you have anything else that goes with it. That was a really smart question. Yes. Yeah. How do you do that? I think we all have like little things that we do. You talked about calling in angels of three. And one of the things that I do when I ask Archangel Micah to clear a space Mm -hmm. is just say ceiling to floor, door to door, and every nook and cranny in between. Right. So it's just little things that you do that make you feel better when you do them. And it's not that it makes it work any better. It's just about how you communicate with your team. Yes. And what feels good to you in that communication. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There's um, a lot of really interesting things that I've learned when working with angels and and, um, just clearing other things that I can do in my kitchen. My kitchen is my gathering place. Um, That's where we, you know, it's prepared. That's where we do sit as a family. I still have one of my sons that live with us. So we do sit, we don't go to our separate areas. We still have that spot. Um, And another really amazing thing that I found that you can do too, because you have to remember when they've worked all day or they've been out of the house, they might come home and they're not always in the best of moods as well. Cause you know, things can happen at work. Um, Flowers, flowers are another really um, I found such, uh, I, I just absolutely love having them in. Uh, I use an African violet, place it right on my kitchen table. And I set that intention as well, that when we're preparing and planning, and if they come home and they have that, that plant, Archangel Michael um, actually is the one who looks after the African violets. So that's just another cool little tip or trick that you can use as well. If you're allergic and you can't have flowers or anything around, do you know what? You can print a picture and it carries the same energy. So anyways, that's something else that you can use if you wanted to do as well. We'll be right back after these messages. You can like and comment on the Voice America Empowerment Channel Facebook page. This is the place to get and share advice from some of the best leaders on the planet. Get started today by searching for Voice America Empowerment or click the like button under the player today. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Are you feeling unhealthy, overweight, stressed, or generally tired? Have you lost your motivation? And has life gotten you down? Beth Shaw and her guest experts are here to help you and all of America get healthy. Listen to Make America Healthy and gain valuable tools to reclaim your physical, mental, and emotional health. Make America Healthy, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
Welcome back to There is an Angel for That. If you have a question for Yvonne, Carolyn, or her guests, feel free to join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to the show. Welcome back. We're talking about, we're finishing talking about energy and creating either clearing energy or raising vibration in the home, right? Or any place that you're at. Yvonne, you were talking about having a family that gathers together in your home and other ways that you can do to, I think that's a really powerful way to just bring the energy of the home up because there's already love there because you're gathering together that raises a vibration. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's really interesting when you have guests or people come, sometimes you wonder what they might um, think, but I haven't had anybody yet who has said, you know, or, or question. And I tell people what I do. Um, you know, there's that whole other thing about free will as well, which we'll get into probably in another episode. But yeah, it's, it, I just find that people are just so welcoming and it, and it just does, it raises the vibration and you set the intention. And I find everybody just has a, a really pleasant evening after. So yeah, that's one thing that I, I will never stop carrying on that tradition of what I do. I, I absolutely love that. And if one of my friends, if she's listening, who lives here in Kelowna, she knows every time we go out to a restaurant together, I'm, I used to get really, I used to be very self-conscious of doing it, but I don't do it. I don't, I, I'm at that point where I'm not worried what other people think. And I will, <laughs> right in the restaurants, I will do that now. I just do my little chokere and my little swoosh swoosh. And yes, people do look at me, but nobody has once ever asked me like, you know, <laughs> what are you doing? But yeah. So she always laughs when we go up because I'm always like, let's over this first. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so I really wanted to talk to you today, Carol, and this is super exciting about our spirit team on the other side as well. One of the questions I get asked so often, and I bet you you get the same thing too, is, you know, I feel things around me or things are happening in my house. How Mm -hmm. do I know, Yvonne, is that my loved one that's flickering my lights? Is that my angels? Um, Like, what, what is that? Or what? And when I say spirit team, that's the other thing I get is, what, what is that? What do you mean by spirit team? So I was kind of hoping that we can really kind of get into that today. And the interesting thing is, I don't even know what you, what you consider your spiritual team as Caroline. So this is going to be a real interesting conversation. I know that we, it's like, we've talked about before that we know each other, but we don't know exactly how each other works and what our belief system is and how we actually work with our spirit team. So for me, my spirit team means angels, archangels, also um, deceased loved ones, spirit teachers and guides, and whom, whom so else, whoever right. <laughs> on the spirit, who, whoever is on the spirit team, because we don't always know, we don't always know who they are, but there is that part of you that, and I don't think it's as important to know who it is is it is to listen to what's being said and trusting your gut. So there's a big process involved in that. I I get that. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people, an interesting question I get a lot is, what are my spirit guides saying to me? Mm -hmm. You know? And my question is then, well, I don't know. What are your spirit guides saying to you? Mm -hmm. Right? Because there's a process of getting that, learning to develop that 
relationship with your spirit team, where there is archangels, your guardian angel, spirit guide, teachers, or deceased loved ones. And the only way that you're going to know that is by doing the work, having that relationship built and, and trusting your instincts. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. Um, I'm not sure how uh, it works for you, Caroline, but for me, when um, I started to feel like we talked a lot about energy last week and feeling energy come in. And I know even in the beginning, I was, I was feeling different. um, I want to say different energy levels, if that makes sense to you. Yes, actually it does. And (laughs) yes. And so I thought maybe we could talk about this a little bit because I know in the beginning I might feel like, remember when I mentioned to you that um, I had the funeral home next to me? Yes. And I had the, a different level of energy that were coming around me. And then as this these these energies would come in, I started to notice different frequencies, if you will. It right. just felt different. And it's really hard to explain. But I really wanted to try to talk about this because this is a question that, I, like I said, comes in a lot. So when I work with my team, and this has taken me a long time to try to determine who my team is and where they're coming in for me. Um, But my way that I explain it when I work with clients is I I envision an elevator and I have different levels for them. And, And I work with my team and I say, okay, where are you on this elevator? This is you know, something that I really found was really helpful. Intention. Intention. Exactly. And instead of waiting for them to try to figure out to show me, I started telling my team on the other side, okay, if you're my deceased loved one that's coming in, you know, this is where you are in the elevator. So my elevator kind of has different levels, floors. So I have my, the lower energy, and I don't mean in the sense that we talked about last week, I just mean an energy that feels lower to me in terms of spirit coming around is my, my deceased loved ones. They're the ones that come in on my, my uh, first floor. And from there, my spirit guides said, we're coming in on your, the second floor. And then I have ascended masters that I work with that come in at the third floor. And then I have my angels that come in and they come in on my fourth floor. And above that, I call that source, um, universe, uh, God, depending on who you are and Mm -hmm. what you believe in. And so it took me a long time to try to work that out, but I found this was a really helpful way if they could show me so that I knew when that energy was coming in, okay. Um, I feel that, um, I get questions asked like, oh, you know, my grandma passed away. Now I have a new, uh, guardian angel on the other side. I have a totally different take and philosophy on that. And I don't feel that your grandma can, can, and this is just my opinion, can ever be your guardian angel. And we can get into that topic as well. Um, But I believe that these different, um, for me, uh, Caroline, my loved ones come into love when they're around. It's usually just when they want to be around and tell me that they're here and they're thinking of me and they're just around. For me, my spirit guides, they guide me. So when I have questions and there's a cute little story I want to talk about in a minute, I go to my spirit guides and then I have my angels. And I mean, my angels and above, those are the ones when you need something or some help, though, that's how it works for me on my side. I don't know if you have anything that's similar or if. Yeah, I, so 
I'm a big feeler mm-hmm. and I try in the way that I work, I try because I can be like really organized and structured and all of that. So when I'm doing mediumship and I'm connecting with spirit, I try really hard not to do that because it's really easy for me to like take control of that communication. And so one of the things I'm working on for me personally in that communication is not doing that. So I'm just like, okay, let me know what it feels like. And because I have a regular practice of sitting in the power and being with spirit, I know for me what it feels like. Yes. So for me, um, the way that I work is if I am doing work, spiritual work, I will work with my angels ahead of time mm-hmm. and say, this is my intention, please help. And then when I connect with someone, if I'm working psychically, I'll connect to some someone physically in a body mm-hmm. and I will blend with their soul, blend to blend, energy to energy, human level. Yes. And the same is if I am working with um, someone in spirit, the same principle applies. It's still human level energy just on the other side. Yes. So my teachers make themselves known to me, usually mm-hmm. in dreams yes. in sitting in the power. And when I have done intentional work, trying to understand who my spirit guides work. Yes. So I've done that work too. So usually for me, it's the way the energy comes in. I'll feel it over the top of my head. I'll feel it in my body. And whenever yes. I start to work, my heart just feels really warm and open. Yes. I don't know. Do, do you feel that yes. too? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I do. Yes. Yes. The only thing for me, a little bit different. Um, absolutely. When working with mediumship angels, I do work with angels all the time. And yes, absolutely setting that attention for them to come in. My spirit guides, when they let me know they're around, um, I created what I called a calling card with them. And so um, I have several different spirit guides, uh, but when I know they're around, they do this little brush on my forehead. And I know every single time I feel this little feeling, I know for, I 100% know I have my spirit guide around me. And then I always say, when people say, what, what do you think they're trying to tell me of the message? I always tell people, what are you doing in that exact moment that things are happening to you? Pause, stop. Because if they're trying to get your attention, there, there must be something that's going on. And those are questions I always say to them that it's really hard for me to answer for you because I believe that that's your spirit team connecting with you, mm-hmm. right? And so right. I always, just like you said, even like meditation, stop and and what's happening around you What yeah. and, and journal it. And a lot of times, like nine times out of 10, they'll come back to me and go, oh my goodness, you're right. I was so busy in that moment. I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't hearing things. I wasn't seeing things. I wasn't even feeling things. And I get that a lot from clients where they say to me, you know, Yvonne, sometimes I didn't even know I had to go to the bathroom for 45 minutes. And it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not in, they're not grounded. They're not in the moment. Yeah. And this is really helpful for them when they can pause. Absolutely. And so I want to go back and talk a little bit just about sitting in the power. So, and tell you what I mean by that. Mm-hmm. For me, that's a regular practice that I actually had to learn how to do. Mm-hmm. And it's different than meditation. Mm-hmm. Meditation can be guided. Meditation can be 
just um, listening to music. But when you're sitting in the power, the whole intention is to be quiet and to build a relationship with the spirit world, whatever that means to you. Yes. So, and then a lot of people will tell me, but I can't have silence for a long time. And I'll say, well, start small, start with five minutes and build yourself up, but sit with the intention of just being with spirit. And you will be amazed at what will happen for you. Absolutely. And Caroline, when I first met you, you're the one who actually taught me about sitting in the powers. This is really, really fantastic that you're bringing it up. And one of the things that I learned a lot too, was I actually got to know me as well. I know that might sound really um, strange, but you know how, um, you may not even understand, like I was just saying about your body, you may not even feel things because right. you're so busy or even right now it's Christmas and you might be thinking, I gotta get presents. I gotta go shopping and I gotta do, and you're not even realizing what's happening to you. So when I work now and connect with spirit, now I have to determine, oh, is that sorny I have? Is that just something that's always been there for me? Or is that something that they're actually trying to communicate and talk about to my sitter? So what I learned from you, Caroline, this was so fantastic. Sitting in the power, I learned who I was. And I learned right. to know me, my thoughts, my body, my mind, my soul. So that when I am doing something else or doing a reading, I can almost instantaneously know, oops, this isn't me. This is now, you know, the spirit coming in and it's not me anymore. So that was so fantastic to learn from you. Oh, thank you very much. And I'm still working on that because there are some days when you sit in the power and it works really well. And some days when you sit in the power and not so much. And those are the days where you just have to give yourself some grace and be okay with experiencing what you're experiencing and whatever it is that you experience in that moment, that is what you needed. Absolutely. I believe that. Me too. Me too. So we're going to continue this conversation in just a couple minutes. We'll be right back. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Join angel medium and spiritual mentor Yvonne Cote along with medium, counselor, and teacher Carolyn Dickinson as they explore the realm of spirits, angels, and archangels. This journey will have you open to new possibilities and encourage your own spiritual exploration so that you too can implement or build and strengthen your daily spiritual practices in order to achieve some form of transformation. There is an angel for that. Wednesdays at 12 p.m. on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to share success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Hear about personal growth, building a better business, inspirational life stories, and personal branding. You'll find it every day at voiceamericaempowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. 
Motivate. Change. Succeed. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to There is an Angel for That. If you have a question for Yvonne, Carolyn, or her guests, feel free to join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to the show. Welcome back. We were talking about sitting in the power. And the one of the things that I've recognized when I'm sitting in the power is that some days it's more about what I'm going through. And also then it'll transition over more to, so there is an intelligence that's working with you. And that team is working with you to help you develop that ability to connect. And if that means that you have to look at whatever else is going on in your life in those moments, that's all part of it. So you might think that when you're sitting in the power, oh my gosh, why did that come up? I thought I dealt with that 12 years ago but it's like layers of an onion. And if it's coming up, you just handle it in the moment and then move on. Absolutely. Yeah. I get that happening quite a bit. And I try to jot it down in my journal um, right after I'm done. And there's that process time where I like to spend time with that and just think about it in my quiet times as well. And like you said, there's been situations that uh, might've happened to me 10, 15, 20 years ago that I didn't even think were bugging me. Um, And I know we talked about this last week a lot, that healing process. Yeah. Um, And I found that the more I let go of these things um, that, like I said, some of them, I don't even know were there. The stronger my connection became when I started doing mediumship readings and, and connecting um, because I was removing these things from me that I feel were just holding me back from a lot. So yeah, I really uh, found everything shifted. And you always think, I don't know if you get this, uh, Carolyn, or not, I always think, okay, I must have gone through all of these things now, but I'm always surprised because <laughs> you never know which you're going to get when you do this. And, you know, like I said, these things can be like from so long ago and you think, oh, I'm not even upset about that. Or, but you're, you know, I always feel like they're telling you something. And, you know, when you get those messages, really trust them. Absolutely. There's something in there. There really is something in there. So, so we were talking a little bit earlier about um, some people asking questions like, well, what messages do my spirit guides have for me? And, and my response is, well, I'm not sure what message does your spirit guide have for you? Because when you're doing a reading, I feel like it's all messages from spirit. It doesn't matter if it's from archangels, guardian angels, spirit guides or deceased loved ones. I feel like messages are messages. They're all meant to help us. But I know that you get asked a lot, what's the difference between a guardian angel, an angel, or an archangel? Yes, I do quite a bit. I know a lot of people think that um, they're all the same. And I was fascinated when I started studying angels to learn that they're they're not. They're actually quite different. So for me, a guardian angel is in, in my opinion, a guardian angel is some, it's an angel, it's a being, it's a being of light. Guardian angels for me have never been in a human form and have never walked the earth. Okay. 
I truly believe when I connect with my guardian angel, what what they tell me, I, I feel like it's a female. So I'm going to say she, even though I don't really believe that, you know, they are male and female, but I, she tells me she's been with me through every single life that I've been with. Wow. They walk with you. They're with you from mm-hmm. the moment of conception and they stick with you to the, the moment you pass away. And then they're with you when you transition to, you know, where uh, the other side. Now, if, uh, Archangel. So my guardian angel, Caroline, you can't call on my guardian angel. My guardian angel is here for me. Your guardian angel is here for you. Every single person, in my opinion, has a guardian angel. Archangels for me are, you know, this omnipresent beings of light as well, but they can be here for anybody. So we talk about Archangel Michael a lot. So if I need to call on him, you can call on him at the same time. All of us can call on him. He can be everywhere all at once helping everybody. But the difference there is, is he's there for all of us and he'll come. And when I work with archangels, if I'm working with them, they may help me with something. But when I'm through that process or, you know, I'm not really requiring their help. I know that they go. They're not with me 24 seven. If I need him, I can call on him right away and he comes back. But your guardian angel never, never, never leaves your side. Mine has never, ever left my side and they stick with you. And I believe when I was younger and I was telling you the story, what I'd read aloud, that's the being I think that I always just felt was there and I had that connection to and never left my side. So I always try to explain that. You can call on any of the archangels, whether it be Archangel Michael, Archangel Raphael, Archangel Jophiel, all of us have that ability. But getting to know your guardian angel, the one that's with you, I find is really important. And I also feel like that's something that a lot of people miss. They go straight to the archangel. But just know your guardian angel is so important. And they know what you came here to do in your life. And they're really there to help you. And if you spend that time and you get to know them, like when I'm sitting in the power or I'm meditating, or I I do that a lot, I I really want to connect because I know that they're there to help me and guide me and guard me. Yeah, that's the whole point, guardian angels. So um, when I learned that piece and I built that relationship, that again was so transformational for me because I knew this this bee was here and always willing and able to help. You know, if you feel scared or if you have things go on, I mean, I go to I go to my guardian angel first now before I even go to guard uh, the archangels sometimes. When I think about how much help is available, guardian angels, archangels, spirit guides, ascended masters. I know that a lot of people think that you have to be a medium in order to do that, or you have to have a special gift or talent. And that's not true at all. It's meant for everyone to do. Absolutely. Not everyone is going to hang their shingle out to be a medium yet. I think there is a capability of being a medium in all of us. So if that's the case, then it's also the truth that everybody has the ability to communicate with the spirit team. And the most important part of it is developing that relationship for yourself, exploring that possibility for you so that you don't have doubt that Mm -hmm. one, you can do it and two, that it exists. And the yes. only way they're going to know that is to experience it. Because when you do, you won't question it. That's absolutely true. Yes. Another question I get asked a lot as well is, 
you know, Yvonne, if there's all these angels around and I have these things going on, how come they're not there and just uh, helping me? Um, like, don't they know that this is what's going to happen or don't, you know, why? why? Why is this happening? And why aren't they just there for me? And so the first question I always ask my clients is, you know, did you invite your guardian angel or your archangel in? Because if you're just sitting there thinking that they're there and that they're going to be there to help, um, a lot of people weren't aware of the free will. They can't interfere. So if you don't ask, they can't help. So this, they're with you. And I've had many people say on my journey along the way, God, I, I wish I knew I had to actually, you know, say to them, I'm open, right. <laughs> help me get through this. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, I, whatever you can, you know, um, because a lot of times I heard people say, yes, but I asked my grandma in heaven for help and things just weren't happening. And so I kind of redirect them a little bit and say, it's okay. Always like, if you feel you know, you need to talk to your grandma in heaven. That's fine. Like, absolutely. Don't stop doing what you're doing. But just know, I believe that your loved ones are there to love you. And they're there and they're around you. And I don't believe they have, in my opinion, the same capabilities as the angels do. And so, if you know, if you're really looking to make a change or you need this help, this is where I feel your guardian angel, your archangel, you know, are really there for you. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking about when you were talking about that before I really connected to the fact that I was a medium and I was just starting to let go of some of that fear around being a medium. I was getting these messages and I didn't know I was getting messages. Speaking of guardian angels, um, I kept getting this message and it was like, the message was always consistent. Legends of the fall, legends of the fall. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what it meant. And it was pretty consistent over like a two week period. At the time I was learning how to ride horses and I got on a horse. I had no business getting on and oh. I was a green and the horse was green and something spooked the horse and oh, the no. reins on the horse broke. <gasps> the horse took off out in the middle of the desert and I just knew that I had to jump off or it would not be good. And when I did, I had one of those moments where it was unmistakable because I felt like I was going in slow motion and that somebody's loving arms were wrapped around me as I fell. Mm. I ended up getting a minor concussion, but it could have been a lot worse. Lot worse. Yes. But then, so now when I get those messages, I, I pay attention. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And when we go back to the day that I had my, my, my very bad fall on my head, you know, and the doctors were so amazed. They're like, you did not get brain swell. You did not have a concussion. You did not have brain, like so many things could have happened to me. So many things. Right. I mean, my head was, they had to s s put stitches in. Like it, I, I had a, a, a very large crack in my head. Right. But, and, and when I had said to you that my doctor said, geez, Egon, you must've had a really good team of angels surrounding you. After that, when I started to understand this and work with angels, I really felt that's when my guardian angel came in and said, I was there for you. I was there yeah. for you. I, I yeah. made sure that when you're hit, yes, you hit, but I needed to hit a reset button. The whole point to this happening to me is I was not, <laughs> I was not going on the right path. And I, and the messages that I got after was, we really need to hit that reset button with you because uh, you were just not um, heading in the right direction. 
But that's what my guardian angel has communicated with me is, you know, we caught you. Yes. We made sure that this was enough of an experience to provoke change, but not you. it wasn't your time. Right. And so that was, um, wow, that was a, a really uh, interesting message. Um, a lot to take in at the time, uh, you know. It was a very scary time. So that was a lot to take in when you're learning everything as you go. Absolutely. And I think the most important part of that is there are millions and millions of stories of angels intervening on our behalf to help us, to comfort us. And I don't think that they create these things that happen, but they will use them to teach us about them, to teach us about how to connect for ourselves so we can use these moments to learn and grow with yes. them, to be more connected to them. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll take a break and we'll be right back. Follow the Voice America Empowerment Channel on Twitter. You already know we're full of great ideas and our hosts have plenty to say. We want to hear from you too. Be sure to follow us at VA Empowerment and come back every day to see what's next. Do you dream about success but wonder how to get there? Hillary DeCesar and her guests will reveal how they relaunched into lives they only dreamt about. Their stories will inspire and surprise you and ignite your inner sparks. The Relaunch, Thursdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to There is an Angel for That. If you have a question for Yvonne, Carolyn, or her guests, feel free to join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to the show. Welcome back. We're talking about all of these amazing experiences that we've had with angels and archangels and our spirit team. And I'm wondering where you can identify in your life. Maybe it was that inner knowing, like getting off the freeway at just the right time that you wouldn't get stuck in traffic or you avoided something or you were led to something. Because that's always a really good indication that your angels, they're always on duty, but that's always a great indication that something is at work mm-hmm. or someone is at work. Absolutely. Yeah. I had a client, I don't know if I, I, I won't tell her name, but she had such an amazing story about that. This just happened to her. Oh my gosh. I'm going to say a couple months ago. She lives somewhere um, where they have six, seven, eight. Um, I'm in Canada. I believe she's in the U.S. Um, traffic and she was stuck on a bridge 
and you couldn't move anywhere. Every single lane of traffic was absolutely blocked off, um, came to a standstill. A transport truck was coming up behind her and didn't see that everything had been stopped. And she said she heard this truck start to slam on its brakes and she could hear this screeching coming towards her. She said she looked in the rearview mirror. She said, oh my God, because she just saw this. She has nowhere to go. She cannot move her car. She said, I don't know, Yvonne, what it was. She said, I saw this winged being standing in the back of my, like uh, behind my car. And she said, I closed my eyes. I opened my eyes again. And she said the truck had stopped and it did not hit her car. When they got out of the car to go look, something left an indent on the front of the transport truck. Oh, my gosh. But her car was not damaged. So she believes that that was Archangel Michael, and he stopped that truck, and that was his indentation that was in there. When she told me that, my body was just full of chills chills just yeah. full of chills so an amazing amazing story uh one of the ladies that i know was telling this story about her car catching on fire at a stoplight and the fire truck came and the ems people arrived all of her doors were locked they could not get her out of the car she said she called on archangel michael and somehow that front window blew open her her front window and she was taken out of the vehicle. And she said that there was no doubt in her mind that she saw Archangel Michael in that moment. And her life has really been changed since then. Mm. Can only imagine. Yeah. Wow. Wow. There's so many stories like that. Oh, and I love those stories. I know. And again, to the listeners, if you're here and you're listening and you have an amazing, incredible story, I don't know about you, Caroline. I'd love to hear them for I sure. Would. Like email, mm-hmm. you can send emails if you want to remind them again what your email is uh, and your Facebook page. But You can go to my website at carolannedickinson.org. You can email me at, you can find it actually, I think on our landing page. Yes. It's carolann903 at gmail.com and email me or Yvonne, how do they get in touch with you? Yes. So for me, uh, you can go to my website, www.thereisanangelforthat.com. Uh, there's a contact form on there you can send in, or you can send an email directly to thereisanangelforthat at hotmail.com. Again, I'd love to hear your stories on things like Instagram. You can tag me, there is an angel for that. Uh, Facebook, if you want to share stories, love, love, love to hear stories like that. Those are my uh, all-time favorites. Just love to hear Um Everybody always seems to have something new and amazing. I always think, oh my gosh, will I ever hear some? Never seen story twice. So I would just absolutely love that. So go ahead and tag. I did have one person that sent one in um, on a private message. That's fine as well if you don't want it to be public. And if you don't want to be brought to the show, that's okay. But absolutely love to hear your stories. Yes. So let's talk a little bit, Yvonne, about how someone gets to know who their who their spirit guides and who their maybe who their guardian angel is. So maybe you can talk a little bit about how you did that. Right. So for me, learning about my guardian angel, it wasn't until I started taking my my classes and courses. But again, it got to me um, 
what we talked about earlier, meditation, really going in and setting that intention that I really wanted to know. I was confused. I had flickering lights. Um, I think I've told you the story, Caroline, I have a TV in my house that turns on by itself all the time. Mm -hmm. TV is now gone. Um, But I wasn't sure who this was. And I got to the point where I started to tell my team on the other side, okay, um, I don't, I'm not sure who it is. So I started setting intentions. You know, if this is you, this is, and this is how I want to hear it communicate from you. So um, I thought initially when I did that, it was a bit interesting. Um, I had learned this from somebody, but let me tell you, it really cleared things up and fast because they're trying to communicate. There are, if you can imagine, it's a, it's a, a, a ball of light and energy. They're trying to communicate and place charades. And if I'm not mm-hmm. quite understanding what they're doing, I don't know. So I started to journal and I would write in there, my guardian angel, this is how, if you're con- communicating with me, this is what you'll show me or how I'll see you. My archangels, I said to them, let's just be clear, show up in color. And each one of mine has a separate color. I have an archangel journal with every single, I, I went and got paint chips from the store. And I started to get really clear on the color so that, because there's a hundred different colors of greens and blues. So I really started to let my family know, my grandma, if that's you, this is how you appear. My dad, if this is you, this is how you appear. And now I'm not wondering when it's a spirit guide or angel or family member who it is. I know right away because I've set that intention with them. Mm -hmm. I think for me, because I I, I was like you, I I grew up with Doreen Virtue. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I, I have a lot of training from her. So I was very comfortable with the archangels and and my guardian angel. But what I didn't understand was how to communicate with my spirit guides. Who who are my spirit guides? And at that point, I really wanted to know who they were. So I sat in meditation and I set an intention to get to know. And one of my spirit guides identified himself as running deer. And to me, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to question that because I think it's good to question, just make sure that I'm getting what I'm getting. And, and then I heard something about owl medicine. So that's owl medicine is a symbol in native American spirituality for being in the red road, having one foot in the spirit world and one foot on the earth. So I didn't think too much about it. I had the experience and it was really awesome. I got a name, which I thought was incredible. And my sister, who's probably the least woo-woo you could imagine, (laughs) was in, uh, she had gone on a trip and she was in a store and she came home and she handed me a little owl. And she said to me, I was going to get you a deck of cards out of the store. But every time I kept going by this owl, I just knew I had to pick it up for you. So the owl now has a special place by my bed every night, reminding me that, yes, indeed, there are facts here. Yes. That's such an amazing story. Thank you for sharing that with us, Carolyn. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So it looks like we're getting to the uh, hour. Wow. Does time fly by fast? It always (laughs) flies by really super fast. It's been great being with you, Yvonne. Same here. I so enjoy having you here and I so enjoy our conversations. Um, So for um, 
our listeners for next week, uh, Carolyn and I are going to talk a little bit about uh, fear and what it was like when we first started and, you, and sometimes you have that fear to go with it. So I really hope that everybody stays tuned and I hope our listeners really enjoyed our show today. I hope it provides you with some inf- uh, inspiration and maybe some helpful tips. So thank you again for joining us. And we're looking forward to seeing you right here again at There is an Angel for That on Voice America, the Empowerment Channel. Angel blessings to you all. And I hope you have an amazing week. Thanks for listening to today's episode of There is an Angel for That. If you enjoyed today's show, please join us next week at the same day and same time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, we wish you a beautiful week.